us. Are we ready for the word? Yes, that bless you? You sure? All right. Okay, let's study this morning. Um, we started something yesterday. Let's continue. How to receive and minister healing. I was looking at healing this morning. Hallelujah. So we said, <clears throat> God is good. And in his character, we can always see that God is good. Hallelujah. We said, God is good. How to minister and receive healing, right? And we said, we can always receive and minister healing based on his goodness. Look at Mark 16, verse 15. Mark 16, verse 15, it says, Mark 16, verse 15, it says, Go ye therefore into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take off sabbath, shall drink any deadly thing. And now says, It shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So that means it is God's goodness that men are healed. It is God's plan or God's graciousness that men are healed. Look at it in Third John 2. It says, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in good health. That word health, there is the word, is the Greek word ugaino. It means safety, soundness. Safety, soundness. So that means it is within the ability of God for us to be safe. It is within the ability of God for us to be sound. It is within the ability of God for us to be safe and sound in our bodies. So that means God will heal the sick because he is good. God will heal the sick because he is good. God will heal the sick because he is good. So that means I can minister and receive healing because God is good. I can minister and receive healing because why? God is good. James 1.17 he says, is the father of light in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He now says, so he says, he is the father of light. So that means the goodness of God is based or is on the basis of healing. God wants to heal the sick. See, I, I, I said this yesterday. I said, if I'm not sure of anything in this life, anywhere I go to preach in the world, if I'm not sure of anything, that wants to happen in the service. I am so sure that God wants to heal the sick in that service. He is so eager to heal the sick. In Ephesians, look at the, look at the healing ministry of Jesus. Look at the, Matthew eight verse sixteen. Look at Matthew eight sixteen. Matthew eight sixteen. It says, "And when evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and they cast out the spirits with his word." And he healed all that were sick. He healed all that were sick. Look at Matthew 12, 15. Matthew 12, 15. Matthew 12, 15. Matthew 12, 15. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from things. And great multitude followed him. And what? He healed them all. Matthew 14. Look at so look at look at how Jesus was healing the sick. Look at Matthew 14, verse 36. Matthew 14, verse 36. He says, 
and the besoughts that they, can, they might touch the hem of his garment, and as many that touched were made do. You see that? It was not even just one woman who touched the hem of his garment. There were many people who did it, and as many that touched it, they were whole. Look at Luke 6, verse 17. Luke 6, 17. Luke 6, 17. So we're, we're still looking at the healing power of Jesus, how to minister healing and how to heal the sick. And we said, you can lay hands, right? You can cast out demons, right? We said, uh, you can, we can pray the prayer of faith, right? Which other one did we say? Um, we can speak words, right? And we said, familiarity, unbelief, there are hindrances, right? Strife, uh, um, dishonor, those things are hindrances. Oh, look, at the, look at it, Luke 6, 17, it says, uh, uh, and when he came down to them, and stood in the plain, the company of disciples, and a great multitude of people out of Judea and Jerusalem, and now says, out of Judea and Jerusalem, from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him, and to be healed of their diseases. So he opened blind eyes, he, look at, so Jesus healed a whole lot of sick. He opened the blind eyes, he healed the dumb, the cured people of a plessy, he healed so many sick people. And the power in the name of Jesus has the same effect today. That same power that healed the sick 2,000 years ago is available today. Hallelujah. It's available today. In Matthew 15, verse 26, you will see that story of the Syrophoenician woman who, uh, who, who said healing, is, healing belongs to the crumbs. When Jesus said the crumbs and uh, said healing with uh, the, 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 the dog food or the something ha belongs to the crumbs. And she said, no, healing is children and bread. You know, verse 26 says, and it is not me that the children's bread should be cast to the dog. And Jesus said, ah, yet, in verse 27, the dogs eat crumbs which fall on the master's table. He said, even if it is the crumbs, that means God would be made readily available to heal the sick. So that means the power in the name of Jesus acts the same effects today. That same power that moved in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago is still available today. In fact, after Jesus healed, he continued with the apostles. When Jesus left the earth physically, the apostles continued in Act 3. Act 3, that's to tell you that he was not just only available for Jesus alone, he's available for everyone who believes in his name. Look at in Act 3. Act 3. And Peter and John went up together in the temple on the hour, which is the night hour. Says a certain lame man from the one of whom was carried, says beautiful and all of those things. Say, verse 3 Who seen Peter and John go into the temple, asked for him, and Peter fastened his eyes and said, Look on us. And he gave it up to receive something. And said, Silver and gold I have none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. That same name is available to us today. That means the name of Jesus has the same effect, the same power, the same virtues today. The name of Jesus has the same effect, has the same power, has the same virtues today. Look at in Acts 9. Acts 9. Look at Peter. Peter saw Aeneas. He said, look at in Aeneas in verse 33, Acts 9 verse 33. And he found a certain man named Aeneas, which was kept by the bed eight years, and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Hanias, Jesus Christ, make thee whole. Arise, make thee a bed. And he arose immediately. Who will do God? 
So that means the name is anointed to do what Jesus did. That name, that name of Jesus is anointed to do what Jesus did. That means when I say in the name of Jesus, the sick can still be healed. See, let me tell you, even when Jesus was on earth physically, Jesus said he gave them power to go and use his name. And they use his name. And the Bible says, even the devils, they came back reporting and says, even the devils were subject to us through thy name. So they came back and said, the devils were subject. And they saw the same results. They saw the same result. So that means when I preach the gospel today, when I preach or when I minister to the sick, I have the authority to use the name. I have the authority to use the name. So the name of Jesus has wrong has the same effect. Look at it in James 5. But so many people are in, so many people don't understand what happens. Look at it in James 5. James 5. James 5. Verse 12. It says, above all things, my brother, swear not by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any oath. Let your evil, let you call. He says, if any among you is afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders, and they will pray. He now says, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So, one, one, one problem about people, and that's why. As an healing ministry, one thing you must understand in the healing ministry is that wrong thinking produces wrong belief. It's just like even this statement of Paul stone in the flesh. I'm going to do it separately. I, won't, I don't want to put it in this teaching uh, because I don't want this to be too clumsy. I want this to be, I want this to be very straightforward. Uh, I will do another one probably in the next couple of weeks. What does, it will be separate from this series, what does Paul stone in the flesh mean? Because a lot of people think posture in the flesh means sickness. No, it doesn't mean sickness. Some people believe that God gives people sickness to teach them a lesson. God doesn't give sickness to teach anyone a lesson. He says, which of his father gives good gifts to his children? And that says, and not give his children serpent. He says, he's the father of light. He says, he gives good gifts. So many a times... You want to minister healing to people, you have to re-educate them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because we are, least, we are studying how to minister healing. We've, we've looked at so many things yesterday. Another way to minister is sometimes you have to re-educate some people. Before you even pray for them, maybe you, maybe, maybe you are going on outreaches, maybe in Walmart or all of those things. Before you pray for some people, some people don't know. Some people think that the sickness they have is God doing it. Some would think that the cancer they have, God gave them the cancer to show them that I am God. Ha! That, that can't be God. <laughs> that, that's, that's a batala. That can't be God. He gives you sickness to teach you disease. So he's killing you, making you, making you feel pains just to teach you a lesson. God doesn't have to give you pains to teach you a lesson. No. Someone say, that lump, that lump in my body is God just showing me that I am God. So as I touch the lump, I touch God. You know, some people are really, 
So in ministry in healing, many a times, so sometimes you ask them questions. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, so what's going on? Then you re-educate them that this is not God. You show them, that was what Jesus did in John 9. They asked Jesus, Who, which of this his family sinned? Is it his father, is it his mother that he is blind? Jesus said, no, no one sinned. Since but the work of God, we may manifest a lot of those things. We've, we've studied all of those things in our teachings. No, Jesus had to re-educate them. So that, that's why, even you too, as the healing minister, you have to remind yourself of the basic truth. I've always said this, the major things in Christianity are the basics. You can't lose touch on the basics. The basic things are the major, you have to remind yourself. Because the experience of a man does not invalidate God's word. You must always know that. That you had a wrong experience does not invalidate the word, the word of God. So wrong thinking is very bad. Wrong thinking can produce wrong results. Wrong thinking can produce wrong belief. A whole lot of people think they are sick because sickness is good. So you ask some people, Why, do you want to get it? They'll say, no, I'm okay. I want to keep seeing the doctors. Hallelujah. So wrong thinking can make people not receive the healing power of God. So another question we can ask is, does redemption cover the healing of the body? Yes. Redemption covers the healing of the body. Jesus died both for our blood, both for our sins and for our healing. Exodus 15 verse 26, I am the God that healeth thee. So, wrong thinking produces wrong belief. And it doesn't make people see the power of God. So, that's why some people can come to a church service. The power of God is flowing. The power of God is moving mightily and they are just looking. Why? A wrong thinking. Some people were having demonstrations of the Holy Ghost. Things are moving in the meetings, healing. That's why you see some people, they go to crusades and they'll tell you, it's not, I was there in the meeting. It's not everybody that was healed. Me, self, I was not healed. You chose not to be healed. Because the healing power of God was there. So, healing is good. Hallelujah. And that is what God does. Sickness is evil. Sickness is of the devil. No matter the name you want to call it. Call it cancer. Call it ulcer. Call it whatever. Call it lower abdomen is the devil. And it is evil. And that's not what God wants for your body. He died the redemption price paid for your body. That was why he told us in 1 Corinthians that your body was bought with a price. So that means the blood of Jesus covers your body too. So that means your body has been bought with a price. So that means, and he told us your body are not yours, but it's of the temple of God. So that means with this temple of God, he wants us to have this temple healthy. So whatever we negate that this temple that God has bought with a price, that Jesus has bought with his price, has bought with his blood, to be sick can be of his character. It can be. So, the big question, the redemption, the, the price of Jesus covered the fat of our body. Yes. He says our body was bought with a price. 
So I ought not to be sick. I should not be sick. The believer should not be sick. We should not be sick because there is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing is always available in the name of Jesus. Healing is always available in the name of Jesus. That's why if, you, if, if we are to just do an expansive study in, in, in the names of Jesus or in the names of God from Genesis 22 verse 17 where it says, He's the one that provided the Jehovah Jireh. He provides. Jehovah Rapha. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is the healer also. So the path of redemption for God is that God is our healer. So I have access to healing because of Christ's death. You and I, in this service, or anyone hearing me around the nations of the world, we have healing because of Christ's death. So now, the body of man is still mother and is subject to frailty. That's something you must know. This your body is very mother. And it's subject to frailty. It's subject to weaknesses. You got sore in your eyes every morning, eye bag. That shows your body is not yet immortal. You got menstrual pains in every month. That shows your body is not mother. You got the uh, you feel tired when you do something. It shows your body is not mother. You go to the gym and you are sweating. It shows your body is not mother. Your body is still mother, sorry. It shows your body is frail. So, but Jesus paid with his blood. On, with his dead, and he paid for also our physical bodies. First Corinthians six verse nineteen. He paid for our physical bodies. First Corinthians six nineteen. It says, "What know ye not?" First Corinthians six nineteen. It says, "What know ye not that the, your body is the temple of God, or the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye, ye are not of your own." In verse 3, that says, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body and your spirit, which are God. So the condition of the human spirit has changed because of human life, obviously. But the physical body does not change in essence. But Jesus' death paid for the body. Our spirit has changed. We are a new creation in our spirit. We are no more... Uh, uh, we are no more of darkness. We are light within our spirit. But our bodies has not changed. But you and I see it in the scripture that our body has been bought with a price. So that means the death of Jesus covers for our physical body too. So that's why, why would your body also be resurrected on the last mo- on, the, on, the, on, the, on the resurrection money? In Romans 8, it says, the same, uh, the same spirit that quickens your mother body. Look at in Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8. Verse, let's go to Romans 8. Romans 8. Romans 8. Are you there? You guys are not talking this morning. Look at verse 11. But the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your what? Your mother bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. That is why your bodies will be quickened on the last day. It will quicken your mother bodies. So your body will turn to a glorified body on the last day because the body has already been bought. Hallelujah. In Romans 8 verse 32, it says, He that spared not his own son and delivered him up for us, as shall he not with him freely give us all things? 
So healing belongs to my body. Hallelujah. Say healing belongs to my body. You're not sounding like you mean it. Healing belongs to my body. So you have a legal right to claim healing. Your body has been bought. You have a legal right to healing. So when you are sick, you can take healing. When you are having every freeness, you can take it. You can receive healing. Why? Your body has been bought. It's not your own anymore. So that means this body does not belong to sickness. This body does not belong to evil. This body does not belong to any pain whatsoever. This body does not belong. So that means you can be healthy. You can be healthy. You can be healthy. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. It says, not verse 33 anyway. Look at the 1 Corinthians 15, verse, uh, let's see from verse, uh, let's, uh, let's look at verse, uh, let me see. In verse 50, it says, For this I say unto you, that the flesh and blood cannot hear the kingdom of God. Let us do, yeah, uh, let us do, uh, let us do hear it in corruption. In our says, or let's see verse 38 anyway. But God giveth it a body as he pleases, as he pleased him to every seed his own body. If you read in that first Corinthians 15 very carefully, you read what God has done with his death for us and also for our bodies. So that means healing belongs to my body. Healing power is in my mother's body. So that means if righteousness, if, you know, look at it in Romans 6. Go to Romans 6. Romans 6. Romans 6 verse 4. Romans 6 verse 4, therefore we're buried with him in baptism and death, just like as Christ raised up with the dead, from the dead, the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. It now says that you have been planted together with the likeness of Christ and also in the likeness of his resurrection. So that's why it now says something in verse 9. It says, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death has no dominion over him. So he now told us in verse 14, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. In Romans 5, you will see it says, For, it says, for death raised for Adam through Moses, therefore, in verse 15, Romans 5 verse 15, But not as the gift of offense, but free gifts, it says, but also as the free gift. He now says, uh, uh, let's see verse 17, For he by one man's offense, Death reigns by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace or the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ. So that means if a man can receive righteousness through what Jesus has done, the man can receive healing because it is also part of the package. I told you yesterday that there is nothing like, you know, it says, Call upon me and you shall be saved, right? Say anybody that call upon his name shall be saved. And we can call, use his name to heal the sick. And I told you there's no department of power. Power for healing. Power for salvation. Power for dustification. Power for the blood. No. God does not have those kind of departments. It's the same package. The same name. So that means you can receive healing in the name. So that means if righteousness can reign in my body, healing can reign in my mother's body too. Because Christ died for our body. He paid for our body. So, your bodies can be perfect. No, sorry. Your bodies can't be perfect. 
That's why the Bible made us to understand we're grown, earnestly waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. The whole earth groans till the last day. But anytime we have any frailty, any weakness, any issue in our body, we can receive healing. Hallelujah. It is on the last day our body will be perfect. Such that that time where we'll be, there will be need for receiving healing. But as far as we are still on this earth, we've got the healing power of God. So that means there's no reason to be sick. There's no reason to stay sick. You ought not to be sick. Allow the healing power of God flow through your body. You can allow the healing power of God flow through your body. The same power to live in victory over sin is the same power that use. Is the same power. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that heals the sick. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead and set you free, set you high above all principalities and power, made you sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus is the same power that heals the sick. So I refuse sickness in my mother body. I refuse sickness in my body. I refuse whatever form of weakness is in my body. I have healing. I have the healing power of God available for me all the time. I have healing. I have the healing power of God available for me all the time. So the power of God is at, is at work in me, affecting the healing and the cure all the time. So you cannot separate redemption from healing. You can't. You can't. In Psalm 103, it says, It's the God who forgives all our iniquities, who forgive all our iniquities and heal all sicknesses. In Exodus 15, verse 26, he says, I am the Lord that he led thee. In Luke 5, verse 17, it says, When Jesus was present, the power of God was present to heal. So Jesus paid for sickness. So Jesus paid for sickness. I can be healed all the time. It has happened before, it can happen again. I can be healed all the time. My body is receptive to the power of God all the time. Sickness has no right in my body. Pains has no right in my body. Weaknesses has no right in my body. Migraines have no right in my body. High defects has no right in my body. Ear defects has no right in my body. Leg pains has no right in my body. I can be healed all the time. All the time. Because of what Jesus has done. If his power can save me from my sins, then his power can heal my sickness. Are you seeing that? If you can be saved from your sins, he can save you from your sickness. Your body is still mother, but healing is available. Hallelujah. Same way you ask for forgiveness is the same way you ask for healing. That is why in the scriptures, healing was always likened to forgiveness of sins. You see Jesus telling them, go and sin no more after he has healed them. So, healing is available every day. The same one that forgives sin is the same one that heals the sick. So, when he said he forgives sins, the Jews understand that. They understand that. They understand what he was saying. That's why you say, go and see no more. After you just finish healing, the next is go and see no more. The Jews understand what he was saying. I think I did this explanation in Miracles, Signs and Wonders. You can listen to that. So they know to be healed. 
So you've got to correct your mentality. Hallelujah. So you so that means in ministry in healing, you can teach first, right? Right, guys? You can re-educate them. Before you pray for them, let's say you meet them in Walmart or you meet them in your outreach, and you just what do you believe? You can ask a question, what do you believe? Do you believe God can heal you? They say, ah, I've gone through this so many things. You just you can take your time and teach them. I said, wait, let me explain to you. Do you now understand what I'm saying? All right, let me pray for you now. Correct their mentality. Are you seeing that? And also know how to receive healing for yourself. So that's why, correct their mentality. That's why also in an healing line, let's say we have an healing line, just like we're, we're having a summer healing campaign very soon, you have to check what people believe. Check it. Because some people believe that uh, like I told you a story, I heard the pastor say that some, someone said uh, the reason why God gave her cancer is because she wants to be more humble. Then he said, lift your hands. Lord, make me more humble. Give me more cancer to be more humble. The person said, ah, he kills. He said, oh, so you know he kills. And you say, God gives you to be humble. God doesn't give anyone sickness to humble him. It's Obatala that does that. <laughs> I don't know what's my problem with Obatala this morning. <laughs> God does not give anyone sickness to humble the person or to teach him a lesson. So correct people's mentality. Hallelujah. So I believe in the healing power of God. So as a preacher or as a minister of God, see, learn to believe the healing power of God, not just to preach the gospel. It's also for you. Because you can get so used to healing the sick that you have forgotten how to receive for yourself. I believe the healing power of God. Not just to preach the gospel, but for me also. So healing is for you. Say healing is for me. Say healing is for me. It belongs to me. So you cannot have a redeemed body, but you can have a healed body. You can't have a glorified body, but you can have a healed body. So that means when you see someone in the hospital sick, or a believer who is sick, you can tell him, get healed. Get healed. Just get healed. Jesus paid for your body to be healed. How about that for us as a church? When somebody is feeling down, just say, brother, just get healed. Take healing. Healing is yours. Take healing. Get healed. Receive healing for you. You know, a church must learn to walk in divine health. You know, I read a story of a God general, I've forgotten his name. I think it is, ah, if it's not John G. Lake, I don't know which is that one. He taught divine healing so much in his local church that everybody, they lived a perfect health such that they grew so old. He taught divine healing almost every month that they grew so old and they were taking turns to that. They say, I'm going, me, please allow me to go tomorrow. Me, I'm tired of this world. I, allow me to go tomorrow. I mean, th- that was how the church was. Please allow me. Uh, I'm the one going, it's my turn next. No, 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 allow me. So the pastor will now come and say, okay, who is the next person to go? Okay, you, all right, tomorrow. So everybody will. So they pack themselves and they say, you, you are going. They so much work in divine nails to the point that they were the ones who told themselves they were done. That is healing. Jesus took his life himself. Paul told us, he said, I've finished my course. And then after that letter, he died. 
Moses told them, I'm not following you to the promised land. I can't get there. <laughs> the, I, that, that thing, anytime I hear that story of this, I mean, this was just some hundred, some, some many years ago. I mean, this is not Bible. I mean, these people, I forgot, I think maybe it's John G. Lake. I do, I've forgotten the, how, how, how figure this. They, he taught so much on divine health that nobody in the church dare forsake. They dare not. They took turns to die in the church. There was another preacher, maybe it's even the same one. Uh, he said, cut my blood. I think there was, there was a pandemic thing going on. He said, cut my blood. I'm about to die in the next three days. Quickly cut my blood so that you will know that I did not die of sickness. Check my body all through. Did you see any symptoms, any, any issue? They, they, they satisfy me and say, ah, there's nothing wrong with your body. He said, yes, I want you to know I did not die of sickness. Ah, what, what, what an audacity. I like things like that. I don't know about you, but I like things like that. That we can enjoy the goodness of God on this earth. Eat all the food we want to eat. Drink all what we want to drink. And we go and have divine healing. I say, yeah, pastor, I like that. <laughs> Jesus paid for your body to be healed. So healing is yours. Healing is yours. So we need to appropriate this truth to our lives. Don't build confidence in doctors. Don't build confidence in American doctors. No. They have all the knowledge, all the science, all the education, but they are still humans. They are human beings just like you. They can fail. They are just testing and experimenting. They have side effects to so many things. Don't build your confidence in the American system. Of those, oh, uh, the American health system is so good, but people are dying in the so good. People are in the hospital every minute with the so good. But it's not even good. Don't build your confidence. Build your confidence in the healing power of God. He said it's the Lord that healed thee. Look at God. Jonah stayed in the belly of a fish and was alive for three days and three nights. How do you want to explain that? No medical science can explain that. How do you want to explain that in the scripture, donkey spoke English, spoke their language, spoke Hebrew. He spoke. How do you want to explain that? How do you want to explain the Red Sea pattern that men walked on dry land and in their very eyes the, the Red Sea came back? That's what we call the power of God. How do you want to explain that Jesus walked on water? You can't explain that. How? That's what the power of God can do. The power of God can heal all manner of sicknesses and disease. Whatever the devil or the devil and the doctors has named it, spinal chlorosis, something neurosis, dududusis, whatever it is called, horsa, cancer, tansa, dosa, nensa, neck pain, back pain, spinal cord issues, goiter, lump, whatever it is. God's power can heal all manner of sickness and disease. HIV, AIDS, whatever it is, coronavirus, whatever it is. I, was, I heard Macaque in a couple of weeks ago. 
Or he said he, he forgot. He went to a country. He forgot that the pandemic. Um, he said he forgot that the pandemic. You know, they used to draw this uh, thing, step on this one. They went did the six feet apart. So he was he was not even conscious. He went to buy something in one store, and he just said. So he was just. He just stood beside somebody and just said, ah, the person said, that's not, go back to your space. I don't want to cash anything. Ah, the person said, so my kaki said, what is in me? It's better to cash what is in me. So the person ran. <laughs> he said, I've got something in me you've got to catch. And that's called the power of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the power of God can heal all manners. See, I'm so confident. Very confident. Terminal sickness. They said that I've seen situations where, I remember when I was with Reverend Kingsley, somebody, they came to us, they said, this person is dying in the next two months. They gave us the doctor report. The person is still alive today. Hallelujah. They told the person, you got to pack your load. <laughs> Arrange your property. Arrange it. Just start, you are about to go. They will bat the people's ear. They say, ah, oh. you know, doctors only manage, but the power of God doesn't manage, he heals. The power of God doesn't heal, Gaja, he heals war. James 5.13, is any afflicted, let him pray. Every time you need healing, healing comes. Healing is mine. Healing is available all the time. I've got the power of God working all the time. That means you can dispense that same power all the time. All the time. There's something I'm confident of. Eat sickness will not kill me. Sickness will not take any of my family members. Sickness will not take any of my loved ones. I'm confident on that fact. Because I have healing power. The healing power of Jesus is available. Sickness will not take any of us. Supernatural Community Church, I want you to feed on this truth like like is yours. Sickness is not going to have any, any of us who will stand on God's word and will see that God's word works. Hallelujah. Supernatural commission, we're going to feed on God's word. Stay on God's word so strong that God's word never fails. The power of God never fails. I have been healed before. I have. So it can work again and again. Anytime I'm feeling feverish, feeling anything, I just remember it has happened before. It can happen again. Healing is in his name. Hallelujah. So, one thing you must know, healing is available because God is good. Right? So, have that at the back of your mind. Healing is available because God is good. Number two, healing is available because God is the healer. And his name is effectively working today. Number one, healing is available because God is good. Number two, healing is available because God is the healer and his name is effectively working today. Number three, healing is available because Jesus died and paid for all sicknesses and diseases. Jesus died and paid for all sicknesses and diseases. Jesus died and paid for all sicknesses and diseases. So the gospel is a message of healing. So when I'm preaching the gospel, Teaching people about how Christ died, how Christ was buried, how their sins were forgiven. Am I saying how they were healed? Am I saying that? Yeah. That means when I'm preaching that, healing is available. So that means when you're going on outreach, preaching the gospel, healing is right there available. That is why we call it an 
outreach and evangelistical meeting. Healing. How many of you remember we call it healing and outreaches meeting? We call it that because healing is available when we preach. In service this morning, healing is available. In service this evening, healing is available. In service tomorrow, healing is available. Healing is available all the time. Healing is available as you go. Healing is available all the time. So a preacher of the gospel is a, is a preacher of healing. He's an healing preacher. Every preacher of the gospel should be an healing minister because healing is part of our message. A preacher is an healing. A preacher has an healing power of Jesus. So I am a minister of the healing power of God. I don't know that about you, but I am a minister of the healing power of God. Since I'm a minister of the gospel of Christ, I'm also a minister of the healing power of God. I'm a proof of the healing power of God. Healing power is available. Sicknesses and disease cannot stand the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sicknesses and disease, pains, troubles, fibroid, goitha, neck pain, blindness, deafness, dumbness, crippled, walking on the wheelchair, they can't stand the power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God cares for us. He cares for your body. He wants your body to be whole. Because he wants you to serve him. No? He wants you to serve him. Healing is identifiable forgiveness of sins in the scriptures. So the one that can forgive can also heal sickness. The God who can forgive can also do what? Heal sickness. Third John 2. I wish above all things, Paul was right. John, not Paul, sorry. John was writing a letter to Gaius. I said, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in good health. And I said, God, good health is safety, soundness. So that means God cares for your body. Can we say God cares also for your material needs? He does. God cares for your material needs. God wants you happy. God wants to bless you materially. I taught the teaching, what does God really want? The pamphlet will be ready very soon. God, what does God really want? He wants to bless you. He wants to heal your body. So that means sickness can never be God's will, right? Can we say that? Yes. Cancer, is it God's will? Yes. Is God giving someone to teach anyone sickness, anyone humility? <laughs> or teaching somebody a lesson? God doesn't use sickness to teach anyone a lesson. God doesn't use pain and suffering to teach anybody a lesson. God doesn't use accidents to teach anybody a lesson. God doesn't use death to teach somebody a lesson. God doesn't use you being in the hospital to learn something. No. Sickness, cancer, malaria, fever, typhoid, uh, autism, dementia, uh, Sclerosis. I that's the word. That's the word. <laughs> they say you're having multiple sclerosis. What's that? By back pain. Uh, tooth pain. Cancer of the tongue. Cancer of the eyes. There's, there's cancer of the everything. Uh -uh. Nah. People are suffering. People are in pains. That can't be God. God doesn't want anyone in pain. 
if he wanted people in pain, he will not have healed anybody in the four gospels. I'll just say, hobby. God, you stay in your pain in the four gospels. In the four gospels, when he saw those people, when he saw all of those lepers, he said, yeah, I like the fact that you're a leper. You just stay there. It's good. Let me teach you the word there. No, but he was healing. He doesn't want anybody in pain. As far as you touch him, you'll be healed in the four gospels. Just, just move around him. Let him come around you. The Bible says he went about doing good, healing all, ah, doing good. So I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be feverish. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be admitted in an hospital. I refuse to be You see, don't stop saying you have all this health insurance, all these things. Those things are not... Don't have confidence in, in man. They can fail. We've had doctors who forgot syringe inside people's stomach before. We've had doctors who, do say, who they will just say, oh, we are so sorry. Oh, we are really sorry. Oh, we are just sorry. And there's nothing you can do. The best is to sue them, but you'll be the one with the pain. Oh, we are sorry. Oh, we are just sorry. Oh, we'll refund you. But you're the one with the pain. Oh, we'll pay for damages. I refuse to be sick. Living in divine health glorifies God in the body. Sickness can never be of God. Look, because if, if you look at in Luke 13, verse 16, sickness was called bondage. It was called bondage. At 13, verse 38, it was an oppression of the devil. Job 42, it was called, sickness was called captivity. Ah. Every sickness, every pain, captivity, oppression can bow in the name of Jesus. Captivity, bondage, oppression, sorrow. Those are the light tribute of sickness in the scriptures. Sorrow. It can be of God. How do you want to serve God with pain and sorrow? You won't even be able to come to church. Imagine you're admitted. So that can be God. How do you want to, can you study and pray, and pray in sickness? Teach me, how do you do it? You can. Can you preach the gospel in sickness? Imagine I'm sick. Would I be able to preach to you this morning? No. It can't be God. It's not God. So that means you have the right to heal sicknesses. You have the right to be, to be healed. Sickness can't stand the name. You must have confidence in the name of Jesus. Confidence in the name of Jesus is confidence in the power of God. Sickness cannot stand the name. Pain, sorrow, afflictions, fibroid, cancer, whatever name the doctor has called it, or the devil has called it, he can't stand the name. In the name of Jesus, it is healed. In the name of Jesus, I command this sickness to go. 
In the name of Jesus, that body is healed. In the name of Jesus, that pain disappears. In the name of Jesus, that body begins to function properly. In the name of Jesus, the healing power of God is working in my body, effecting the healing and the cure. In the name of Jesus, you cancer, I command you to get out. In the name of Jesus, you pain, you thin, you evil oppression of the devil, your time is up. In the name of Jesus, every pain, every sickness is disappears. In the name of Jesus, your body is made whole. Sickness can't be your God. It can't. You must be angry at sickness. A Christian should be angry. Some people are happy. They say, hey, time to drink glucose boost. <laughs> I remember when I was younger. <laughs> when we were younger. When we are sick like that, we don't say, yeah, well, thank God, they will take care of us more than other children. They will not be caring for us more. Stupid us. And that's the time you will not be able to eat. When you are now well, you will not be faking it more so that you can eat. <laughs> Sickness is not of God. Sickness is not of God. So the name of Jesus is the name of the healer. So when I say in the name of Jesus, I'm bringing the healer to the scene. Hallelujah. To heal the sick. It's like saying, it's like saying I'm saying, the seal of the president of the White House is in church today. Does that mean, do, am I saying, you know, that means that the president is here, right? Yes, so when I say in the name of Jesus, it means the healer is here. To heal the sick. So that means when we are gathered in his name, that means healing is available in that name. Hallelujah. So that means when I'm preaching the gospel, it says where two or more people are gathered, the healing is there. There is power in the name of Jesus. It can bring faith, it can bring wholeness, it can bring health. Third John 2 again, it says, that means I can be safe and sound. There is healing in God. There is healing in God. There is healing in God. If he can heal the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the, 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 those who, believe, who didn't even believe, those who crucified him, if he can heal all of those people, then he can heal. He says, healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Healing is ours. Am I saying don't go to doctors? No, I'm not saying don't go to doctors, but I'm just saying don't put your confidence in doctors. Put your confidence in God. Put your confidence in God. There is no fake power of God. There is no fake power of God. Play for me, I close. There is no fake power of God. There is no fake power of God. There is no fake power of God. There is no overdosage power. You know, doctors can tell you, oh, it's overdosed. Uh, sorry, I made a mistake. There is no mistake with the power of God. There is no overdosage with the power of God. There is no side effect. They say, um, you can take this medication, but you know, it has a side effect to this. There is no side effect with power of God. The power of God is absolute. Absolute. It says he is the father of light. In him there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He gives good gift to his children. So, there is no side effects to divine healing. No side effects to divine healing. Let's have confidence in the power of God. Have your confidence in the power of God. Have your confidence in the power of God. Have your confidence in the power of God. 
have your confidence in the power of God. There is no fake power of God. There is no overdosage power of God. There is no side effects to the power of God. There is no sorry to the power of God. There is no, we are very sorry to the power of God. There is no insurance to the power of God. Hallelujah. The power of God heals all manner of sickness. It gets even deep into where doctors can't get to. The power of God goes to that very root and uproots it. The power of God can have seen the power of God walk a lot. It has clarified blood before. It has allowed the growth disappeared before. It has healed so many people of sicknesses before. It has upturned an impossible situation before. I've seen the power of God walk in so many ways before. It has upturned things. It has, it, it has healed even somebody who was in coma come back to life. You know, doctors can tell you, sorry, there's nothing we can do again. At that instance, the power of God can walk. Where medical science fails, there's only one thing that cannot fail. The power of God. At the Red Sea, it did not fail them. Hallelujah. They stood at the Red Sea. Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of God. At an impossible situation, they start. You know, they would have just thought. Many of them would have just thought, this is where we are going to drown. Just like our doctors. You know, just like the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says she has suffered many things of the physicians. And just that's the same scenario with many people today. Suffer many things of the physicians. The Bible says, and she grew worse. You know? But she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, the power of God. The power of God was, was there. At the Red Sea. When they got there, they saw it bring. Ah, they looked at it. How do we cross over? You know, picture a babish, you know, a beach. How those water, how do you go to the air? That was how it was. How do we get there? And you know what? Some people were chasing them at the back. They would have just thought, well, Moses, you brought us here to kill us. Moses told them, stand still and seal the pervasion of God. And the Bible says in their very high that this red sea parted over. It cannot put again. I believe in the power of God. So that means when you are healing the sick, when you go on in and outreach, and they tell you, I've gone to the doctors, I've gone so well, don't be scared. Hallelujah. You know, there's a way, there's a way as a lily minister, when they just tell you that, hey, yeah. No, don't be scared. It's not you. The healing power is available. Hallelujah. You dispense it. Power is still available today for our mortal bodies. The name of Jesus healed the sick. That's why Jesus said, in Jesus' healing ministry, he said, he healed them all. He healed them all. He healed them all. So every Christian ought to have an healing center. Every Christian. I'm not saying minister of Christian ought to have an healing center. Healing is not even also meant for just pastors alone. It's for every Christian. Why? You are, you are saved in the name, right? You, you are saved in the name, right? You believe the gospel in his name so you can heal in his name. So that means we can provide better solutions than doctors. Hallelujah. 
we can provide better solutions than doctors. We can provide better solutions than the physicians. We can prescribe a better dosage. And our dosage is the power of God. Hallelujah. I believe in that one. I believe in it more than Talino. I believe in that more than Ali. I believe in that more than, you know, more than, uh, more than something to hate you. You're having sleeping problem, the power of God can solve it. You're having, uh, uh, don't, 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 don't think there's nothing too small that the power of God can also solve. That's what many, what many of us have conditioned our mind. Oh, I can't sleep. Let me take a sleeping medication. Ah, I don't rely on the power of God. Is it too small? Can power of God heal a dick? So we say, dick, let me just quickly take a leave. Why? Those things are side effects too. I'm not saying you should not use it too. I never said so. But I believe in the power of God more. Healing power is better. Hallelujah. You know, there's no management to the healing power of God. There's no consultations to the healing power of God. There is no come back, let us check you again. And let us see. Let's diagonize you. Come back in the next three months. We'll check how you are feeling to the power of God. There's no come back tomorrow. Your your text your test results will be ready. In the healing power of God. It does it once and for all. I believe in the healing power of God. I believe in the healing power of God. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet this morning. I believe in the healing power of God. The healing power of God is available all the time to heal all manner of sicknesses and disease, to cure every situation. I believe in the healing power of God. I believe in the healing power of God. I believe in the healing power of God. So right where you are right now, whatever is wrong with your body, it receives a touch of the Holy Ghost now. Whatever is wrong with your body, it receives a touch of God's Spirit now. Whatever is wrong with your body, right now in the name of Jesus, you are healed. Right now in the name of Jesus, you are healed. You are healed! In the name of Jesus, the healing power of God is working in your body, effecting the healing and the cure now. Nothing is wrong with your bodies. Nothing is wrong with your body. That sleeping condition is sorted. That sleeping issue is gone. That constant migraine is gone. That ulcer is gone. In the name of Jesus. That thing that is, you, you know it, is wrong with your body. Right now is gone. It is gone. The healing power of God is here. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and bless you. Your body is strengthened, revitalized recuperated there's a rejuvenation in your body your body is feeling younger fresh again that weakness is gone that weakness is gone in the name of Jesus you are healed 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 so you check your bodies now you check your bodies begin to do what you couldn't do before Check your bodies. Do what you couldn't do before. The healing power of God is here. Check your bodies. Check your bodies. Check your bodies. It's gone. It's gone. We seize every operation of the enemy over your bodies. It's gone. It's gone. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and bless him. Bless him this morning. 
believe in the power of God. I can see him from afar with fire in his eyes. Swings and I see him standing at the door with fire in his eyes and healing in his wings to him someone who believes just open up your heart he's waiting for you thank you lord bless him this morning thank him for your body Thank you for divine health. Thank you for healing. Your sibling, they are healed. Your sibling is healed. Your sibling is healed. They are coming out of that condition now. I agree with your faith this morning. You that came to this service received believing God for your sibling. I agree with your faith. And I say your sibling is healed in the name of jesus they are healed in the name of jesus thank you lord oh we bless you lord oh we bless you lord we give you the praise worship him this morning thank him this morning give him the praise honor him thank him give him the praise Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, honor him. Lift your hands, bless him. Thank him because you are an healing minister. You will not struggle to heal the sick again.